That would be me. Yay! Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> we did it. We didn't need the spider grabber. Hey guys, it was easy in the end. Hey, cool. Well, let's do it. Once I get my little countdown timer here again, I always forget the most crucial thing. All right, five, four, four, three, two, hey, and one. One. Hello, world, hear the song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs. Bienvenue, welcome to the Happy Hour. Welcome back, listeners. Here's another jam-packed episode of the Happy Hour coming in hot. My name is David Oje. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. I'm joined, as always, by Beth. Hello, hello. I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And we have... Radio extraordinaire, representative of TSN 690. He is at Sean R. Campbell on Twitter.com. We have Sean Campbell. Sir, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, that's right. My Twitter account is just my name. <laughs> I was going to say, he needs no introduction. I'm going to say Samantha. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want to tell every guest that story. I'm going to tell him. Okay, we had Amanda Suzuki on as a guest. And Dave uh, said, welcome, Samantha Suzuki. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, he had amazing. one job. Uh, <laughs> but it would have been excusable this time because Sean's name starts with an S. Yeah. Uh, and it's you, kind you, of you guys want to hear joke. a good uh, TSN 690 story? With me? Yes. Scott so, Campbell. No, okay, go for it. No, it had, <laughs> had something to do with two other Sean's that, well, one that used to work there, one still works there. He did, actually, the one that still works there has nothing to do with it. It's the one that doesn't work there anymore. He actually was doing a Sports Center update and he said his own name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was another Sean, not, not me, and not the one that works the morning show. He went, Good morning, I'm Sean Starr. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said the wrong name and it was. It was Coleman, wrong. wasn't it? Well, hey, you could do the math. <laughs> you could do the math. It's... Process of elimination. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. He's doing good. I Is follow he? him still on the socials. Oh, I, I blocked him or muted him, I think. <laughs> Don't worry, he's not the only one. <laughs> oh, I oh, know. Yes. Oh, That's yes. why you never reply to me anymore. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. You're good. <laughs> You're good. No, no I think okay. all three of you are fine. It's fine. No. <laughs> Mostly people within the business. Yeah. yeah. I looked the other day and I have in excess of 5,000 people blocked. Blocked. I imagine why. Blocked. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have anybody blocked. Oh, I only have Habs fans muted. I'm just oh. saying right now. But yeah. People who say nice things to people that I don't like, I block them. And she has none of the listeners muted. Uh, just none of the listeners. The key word with Twitter, the key thing to do with Twitter now is you don't need to block anybody. You don't need just mute words. And muting words is the way to go. It cleans, right. up, a, it cleans up a timeline beautifully. It's true. After Agreed. the trade, I had all manner of anything that had to do with PK Subban. All the words muted. Yeah. And then, so I have, so I have everything muted for him, including his account. Yes. And the video of his of Malcolm that he posted of Malcolm 
stopping the truck still showed up in my timeline. And I'm like, don't get like, it's, it's not where I hate the Subans or any of them. I just, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. That's it. I'm tired. And like, like it was really cool. Like, okay, cool. Malcolm stopped the truck. And then there was all these goalie jokes and whatever. But I'm like, I've got you muted for a reason. Why are you here? Yeah. It didn't work that time. That's that's just that's just mean. You guys muted Suban. <laughs> that's just mean. Him oh. and his family and his oh, wow. words. That's well, not Jordan because I mean, Jordan harsh. Jordan is, has mute. Jordan's just out there just chilling by himself. He's like, Jordan's you know what? a good one. Yeah, I, like I don't Jordan. have time. I don't have time for this. <laughs> I'm just gonna go off into the wilderness by myself. I think that's harsh. <laughs> Well, well, he's he's the youngest one, I think. Unless I don't know where their sister's at, but like he's the littlest one, and he's like, I'm 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 tired too. So goodbye. <laughs> I have nothing of Suban muted in any way, shape, or form. Well, that's because your account's like five minutes old. I accept the that's chaos. True. That's fine by me. So speaking of chaos, wow, what a week in Habs. Uh, uh, off season, all sorts of activity that I can see. That's not sarcastic at all. Um, the, I think the only two things that I can think of, Habs related, would be the World Juniors coming up, and uh, you know, two of our, you know, guys made it onto their respective countries' teams. Uh, Kaden Gooley, which I think I pronounced his name right. You did. Good. Nailed it. Yes. Gooley gumdrops. And then uh, smiley face Cole Caulfield. Good for those two. Kind of a, a bit of a shoe in those two, though, I would think. I, you know, just given how good they are. But uh, aside from that, I have, like, no Habs updates in any way, shape, or form. Sean has them all. Hmm? Yeah, I think you're, you're you're missing one that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, he was drafted in the uh, second round this year. Uh, Jan Mysik. Uh, with the Czech Republic. Uh, that is that is the one that I am very curious about because a lot of people feel the Canadians stole that pick at number two. I know everybody's excited about Luke Tuck because he's Alex Tuck's brother and there's the family recognition there and he yeah. didn't make Team USA. But Jan Mysik, uh, he he's already he's been playing pro since he was 16 uh, and he knows how to score goals. I, I'm very curious how he plays at this tournament and he is scheduled as far as I heard, I haven't heard any uh, COVID updates. I know that his professional team had a lot of problems with uh, COVID-19. Uh, but I, on the junior team, I'm pretty sure he made it across the pond. Because uh, I know on a daily basis, we're hearing uh, player here, player X, player Y can't play. But Jan Mysek is a guy that I am very curious about within the Habs organization at the World Junior Championship. Uh, Kaden Gooley, of course, I want to know a little bit more about him. I'm you know, I don't know too much about him. And uh, I think everybody wants this to be Cole Caulfield's time to shine. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I had no idea about uh, Mon Meizek. Um, that's, uh, I'm surprised. I didn't hear yeah. a thing about that at all. I, I'm pretty sure, like, look, I, I don't have the roster in front of me, but I'm pretty sure he's slated to be their number one center. Um, but again, I, I don't know the makeup of the team, and I have not been following the Czech Republic, <laughs> but he is uh, of age. He was slated to be on the team. He was playing professionally in the Czech Republic. So, I don't know, maybe there was a, something that happened that he wasn't allowed to go play. But in, the, in European leagues, it's never really an issue. And uh, he is one of the guys that in the second round, a lot of scouts and organizations thought the Canadians stole that pick. 
So he was more than a meme. That's incredible. <laughs> and yep. how old is he, Sean? I believe he's 18 years old. 18. Yep, 18. Yep, I got his stuff up right here. Yep, 18, six foot. Good for him. Wow, that's exciting. Now, I'm super excited. I can't wait. Now, uh, you mentioned a little bit of the COVID uh, stuff with it. And as we all know, holy crap, COVID. Man, people got to really start taking stuff seriously. But um, I think some people were a little, oh, what's the word for it? Uh, some trepidation towards the tournament actually taking place. But it's it's we think it's a foregone conclusion that it, it's going to happen on Christmas Day at this point, right? Yeah, the the only way I can see it not happening, and if they are going through the same protocols that the NHL went through about getting into the bubble and getting in and how many times you have to be tested, uh, the only way is if somehow the virus gets in the bubble. We saw how good that bubble was for yeah. the National Hockey League with, mm-hmm. with zero, zero, once everybody got in. The problems are always about getting players in. Uh, Team Canada, they went through their two-week quarantine. You see that everybody that's gotten tested, then you arrive in Edmonton, you have to be uh, tested as well. I think it's uh, multiple times if you're actually allowed in the bubble. Uh, Barring some sort of slip-up where they allow someone that's positive or there's bad testing or whoever's doing the testing does it poorly and there's someone positive that gets within the bubble because even in the bubble, they are very uh, tight and stringent of how you interact with other people. Each team gets their own floor. It's not a free-for-all. You're in, you're safe. But as long as they have the same protocols as the NHL, I don't see it being a problem. The only problem is it's if it gets into the bubble. But all this chaos before was the same chaos the NHL had. The NHL, when they were coming back to play, remember a player here, a player there, each team yeah. has two, three guys. It's the same thing that's going to happen. It's going to happen once they get the protocols back. They say, oh, training camp's opening up on January 3rd. You're going to hear about positive tests on Boxing Day, the 27th, the 28th. You're gonna, that's, uh, that's 100% happening. Remember Kulak and yeah. Austin Matthews? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then everything was fine. That's right. And then the Leafs didn't make it into the playoffs. I know. That was that was the best part. Um, no bias. No bias. No. Not. No. Uh, Sean, I saw... Now, I worked all day, so I didn't get a chance to listen to your fine radio station today. But I saw on the podcast... By the way, yeah, I have a suggestion. Sure. Why don't you guys put your oh, stuff God. on Apple Podcasts or up, oh, especially upload it to Apple Podcasts because then I can listen whenever I want and I can speed you up it's, and get through uh, it in half it the time. <laughs> we are. You are? Yeah, we're on a we're on SoundCloud. Puts it right to iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play, uh, oh, wow. Spotify. Yeah, we're there. Why didn't you, you stop me before I made a fool out of myself? Uh, to subscribe. You know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking I, you up right now. One, one and a half speed is the way to go. Oh, <laughs> one oh, half speed. And the only problem is I speak much faster than Gallo. And Gallo's too mellow. You know, I'm a little goofier. And I get, and, and, and on, on the podcast that we do together, uh, I definitely get a little sloppier because, you know, we are having pints. Yeah. <laughs> and Ooh. what's your podcast name? Give it a plug. It is the Post Game Pints Podcast. It is pretty much the Hot Topic podcast, uh, yeah. which we had. It's the Hot Topic podcast has been going over a year. Uh, we've been wanting to rebrand it for a long, long time. Uh, and then we took, as the pandemic hit, we took that break. And now we're doing it video and audio. We have not forgot about the audio form. 
Uh, mm. And it is, uh, I was listening to the other day on my iPhone, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. It's all there. Don't you worry. You can subscribe. Okay, okay. Any way you want. Uh, we're, we're at the baby stages because we're, we're, uh, we're, we're kind of growing towards something bigger, but we wanted to make sure we started before a hockey season got going. And uh, we have some big plans for the uh, podcast. And uh, Mitch and I are really uh, excited about it. Smart. Very cool. Yeah. So, Veronica, what you can do is that uh, when you go into Apple Podcasts, yeah, uh, you can search for um, what is it? Post game pints. I, I, I have it. I have it. Yeah. I'm already subscribed. It's, it's not really that, that your name. Well, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's in just because Mitch and I, for the most part, were known for the post game show. Yes. On TSN 690, and it's not that we're trying, but the post game shows, you know, it's it's so it's kind of the post game. When after Gallo and I are done the post game show, we should go out for a pint and we sit down. And then we talk about stuff that we already talked about. And then that's pretty much what the show is. We're still talking about the stuff that we're talking about. And it usually ends in some sort of argument be- between the show. <laughs> oh, that sounds um, fantastic. I love it. Yeah, we so- never have arguments on the happy hour. No, you guys are too happy-go-lucky. Yeah, <laughs> we like each other too much. Except, except when Beth gets in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> no. So... So what I was going to mention, Sean, is that you, I saw that you guys had a, I, I assume you participated in, in at a Habs Hot Topic today, talking about Paul Byron? Uh, yeah, we had Habs Lunch today. Uh, and uh, oh, Sorry, Habs Lunch. What yeah. did you say? Am I, I'm I, do, I, do, I do host Habs Lunch, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I, the, the way I phrased it, it was funny. You know, we had a nice, relaxing week, getting ready for hockey to return last week with Knuckles and Tony and I. And then we let the weekend shows come in, right? All these guys, Matthew Ross, Dave Trenadui, John Still, and Joey Alfieri, they had their shows. And then we have all these clips about Paul Byron being traded. And then wow. I come back. So then I come back on Monday. I go, guys, what happened? When, <laughs> when are we trading Paul Byron? <laughs> so then I asked Tony, and, like I asked, and I asked Knuckles, and I was like, should we be trading Paul Byron? And of course, all three of us said no. I don't think, uh, you know, I think. It's the easy thing to do when there's nothing to do. You look at the guy that's the oldest, that's making the most money. You say, see you later. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of where the conversation started and ended with us during Habs Lunch. It's not to say that Mark Bergeron hasn't called or gotten a phone call about Paul Byron. But I'm just saying in our discussions, at least the way I look at it, I'll tell you straight up. It makes no sense to trade Paul Byron right now because how does trading Paul Byron make you better? I understand yeah. by trading Paul Byron, your cap can get better. Uh, by trading Paul Byron, your roster can get younger. But how does trading Paul Byron make your roster better now? Mark Bergevin, Claude Julien, Jeff Molson, they're in it to uh, be better now. Not Yes, they've got to keep their cupboards full and they have tons of prospects. The Canadians have more draft picks than they can use right now. Uh, they're, they're fine. They don't need to trade Paul Byron for a third-round pick. Paul Byron, you take him off the team, you're not as good as you were when you put him on the team. You trade Paul Byron, you're not getting back a Paul Byron in return. I don't know what kind of, you know, you just it just doesn't work that way in my mind. And you, I, I don't, I don't need to hide this. I'm a Paul Byron fan, always have been. And maybe yeah. in maybe in a year, it's a different story. But right now, the Canadians are not a better team without Paul Byron on it. We need to have Sean on more than once a year. Yeah, because Paul Byron is her favorite. <laughs> yeah, and I just don't understand the rationale. And I, I just it's um 
that's why I have so many people muted, honestly, because you take somebody who came off a shaky year and you want to trade him like he he's just because of that. Like, well, no, I have a it, bad week. The, I don't, the, the, I don't the idea here. Here's the idea. And I'll let you know, the idea is to free up cap space to get something else. That's fine. But what are you going to do with that three million? I don't know if you can get something for that three million. You're not going to get in a return because you're trying to get cap relief. So you got to buy something cheaper. So then you're getting something cheaper. You want a, a player for a million and a half? You got him. It's Jordan Wheel. Paul Byron, Jordan Wheel. We know that's not really that comparable for what they do for the roster. So I understand the argument and why they want it, but they're thinking longer term versus the now. I'm always thinking in the now. At least that's how I, I perceive the way the Canadians are thinking right now anyways. And that's how I think that they should always think is in the now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And are you trading Philippe Tano? Trading him? Yeah, because half of Twitter is. Why, why, would, why would the Canadians trade Philip Deneau? Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because apparently when he was asked if he wanted to take on a lesser role, he said he didn't want to, like any normal human being should. <laughs> he clarified that like two weeks ago in his press conference. Oh, he conference. did? Yeah, yeah, he had his press conference where he came on and he's like, that's that's not what I said. He said, yeah. I'm always looking to get better. He wants, he wants to be in the biggest role that he can. He is still going to be in... Uh, the biggest role. He's still likely going to be the, the the player that uh, will get the most ice time. I mean, if the Canadians are winning most of the games, he'll probably get most of the ice time. If they're losing most of the games, maybe it'll be Nick Suzuki. But there's no way the Canadians can afford to uh, to ship Philip Deneau. Look, the Canadians, uh, about a year ago, there was a problem. They didn't have any center icemen. Mm-hmm. Yes, very cocky. I mean, Nick Suzuki come along. And then they have center Iceman. But then what did they do in the offseason? They traded away one of their center Iceman and Max Domi to get Josh Anderson. So now they're kind of a little tight on center Iceman again uh, because mm. they only really have Philip Deneau, Nick Suzuki, Jesperi Kokniemi, and yeah, Jake Evans, Ryan Palin. I, mm. I mean, it's not as deep as it was four months ago. I, I you know, So there's no way they're getting rid of Philip Deneau. Good. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, Philip Deneau could be walking away at the end of this, but they're not they're not trading him. No. People are so excited. And I find that, you know, like for years, uh, you know, for years, let's say five years ago, the whole talk was um, Charles Loudon has to come up and play on the first line. He's got to be on the big on the big team. And, you know, that was just a talk so long like for so long. And now. It's after that playoff season, everybody, you know, you see everybody's lineups on Twitter and everybody's got Nick Suzuki as the first line center. Mm-hmm. And then and then Dano and then Kotkaniemi and whoever it is on the fourth. But would you like I wouldn't break up that line. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that uh, Tatar can't can, look. I, I say this all the time. Let's just stop labeling lines. Because the Canadians will pretty much have a top nine. That's that's what they're going to have. And for the most part, let's just say Deneau, Gallagher, and Tatar, they're likely starting together. Small training camp. You go with what you know. And let's let's just say you got Suzuki with Anderson and Jonathan Drouin. Either one of those lines at the end of the season can be named the Canadians' top line. They have a top six. Then they're going to have a bottom six, a stronger bottom six if you go... Uh, Cockney with the Foley and Armia. And then you got a Jake Evans with a Byron and a Lekkonen. 
And that's just the deeper top six that you would normally have. I wouldn't say that, you know, Toffoli can end up being on the top line. He can play like that. Uh, Kakademi, if he goes berserk, he could maybe be in the top six. Uh, it just labeling lines on the Canadians is just, it's not, it's not like it used to be. It's, it's not like, oh, well, Mario Lemieux is on this line. That's the top line. The Canadians don't have that. So the labeling of where Deneau lands, where Suzuki lands, I think people go overboard on, on, on labeling that. Mm-hmm. You're too caught up in. Yeah, you're right. Every, everybody everybody has to have an order. Everybody's like, oh, he's on the fourth line. The, the, the other thing, the Canadians fourth line doesn't play five minutes tonight. It plays 10 to 12 minutes a night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody well, plays pretty much the same at five on five. The players that get more ice time are the ones that do power play and penalty kill. Yeah. And it's like Claude Julian said, like everybody was freaking out when Max Domi was on the fourth line. And Claude Julian said, it's not the fourth line. It's a fourth line. Yeah. But that, that was different because the Canadians didn't have the depth. You, you got to remember that the Canadians going to the playoffs and they, and they did well but they were an incomplete team. They traded away four NHL players yes. at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a, a Kovalchuk, a Thompson, a Cousins, and a Scandella. They had all those. That's four bonafide NHLers that they traded away. And they didn't get anything in return. So the Canadians were filling it with scraps. So yes, Max Domi was kind of on a fourth line because he was playing with Wheel and Weiss. And those guys are not in the plans for the Canadians. I know Wheel's on the roster. And Wheel might be used as a 13th or a 15th or a taxi squad guy. Who knows? Because the Canadians might need that. I'm I'm just saying that for just for the sake of, of argument, Domi was a bit on the fourth line, but that's mm-hmm. because they wanted to play for centerman. Great. Now I'm glad you uh, touched. You mentioned this in a second. The the taxi system that's going to be coming is that uh, concrete yet for the upcoming season? And Nothing. what does it mean, the taxi okay. system? Okay, well, so nothing's concrete, uh, and it's an idea that's thrown out there. Yeah, an NHL roster can be upwards of 23 players, and that's where the solid cap comes into place. So this is what they've been trying to discuss and figure out, because if you have 23 players on your roster, and then you're going to need a bit of a taxi squad to come with you, because a lot of NHL teams aren't in close proximity, to their AHL squads and even their AHL squads. If the Canadians want to call someone up, do they have to bring them within the bubble or, you know, someone that hasn't been tested or with them? Um, what if, you know, the the Laval Rocket were in Manitoba to face the Moose and then they call them up? Do they have to wait a week, three, four, five days for this guy to show up? So the NHL is likely going to explore a taxi system, which is a two, three, maybe four players. It's players that likely just won't play. They're just going to be with the team, practice with the team. The team gets hit with COVID and misses three players have to go into isolation. You can take them from your taxi squad and they'll already be with you and tested and ready to go versus uh, the Vancouver Canucks having to call up from Utica and from their AHL squad. It's, it's a really complicated system. Uh, because of the coronavirus. And the idea is that's been thrown around is the taxi squad players will be paid AHL salaries, but with an NHL per diem. I don't know if the league play and players will agree to that. Uh, whose cap does it go under? Who pays the bills? 
these are all huge questions. And I think that's one of the things that they have to iron out. That's the taxi. Is it going to be two, three players that actually won't play in the AHL or the NHL and they just sit there waiting for a mishap? That's pretty much what it is. I got you. So now another question on top of that, too, uh, talking about call-ups, Vancouver Canucks. Their AHL team is in Utica. That's across the border. Um, yeah, have they been talk have they been talking about how they're going to reconcile that or do we even yeah. know that? No, they don't know yet. Uh, the AHL still wants to start in February. Uh, I know that the talk has been a all Canadian division, very much like uh, they're doing in the NHL because of the border. But the only problem with the AHL, there's only four Canadian teams. Uh, it's Manitoba, mm. uh, Belleville and Toronto and Laval. That's it. There's only four. And then a whole season, you're playing three other teams. That's pretty much likely what's going to happen in the AHL. And I don't know, one of those teams, maybe two of those teams, make whatever playoffs they're going to create. I don't know how it's going to work. I haven't heard any of the format for the AHL. They're kind of waiting to see what the NHL is doing. But the problem of calling up, that's that's a huge one. So then the, the idea was that, say, Calgary or Edmonton and Vancouver they were thinking about bringing their AHL squads to their cities. But the cities of Utica and Stockton, uh, they, they just don't, they, they rather have their own teams. So then right. the other idea that possibly could be in order to call someone up, that those teams, Vancouver, Edmonton, and uh, Calgary, would loan some players to the Canadian teams. So maybe someone that was on Utica could be loaned to the Laval Rocket, so they're already in Canada for a call-up. That's another idea. Again, these are just ideas. Nothing is in stone. The AHL really has to sit and wait to see what the NHL is doing to figure all that, because those are huge, huge question marks. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yep, that's all. That's a big hurry up and wait, and then when the pieces fall into place, it's going to be like dominoes, I think, then at that point. Wow. Yeah, and the other thing is they're they're very much like I know the ECHL started, but there could be AHL franchises that the owners of that AHL franchise, like Laval's owned by the Canadians, but there are AHL front franchises that are just independently owned, and the owners might just say, we're not playing this year, it doesn't make sense for us to play without fans. So then those players and those AHL players have to find homes. So there, there's there's that problem too. I don't know of all 30, I think 31 AHL teams will be playing. It might not be. It might be 20 teams that are playing. Right. Yeah, that was a similar thing with the ECHL when yeah. um because yeah they're doing like a staggered season. Half the uh, teams play like uh, yeah. I, you said they already started playing, right? The, yeah, the, the ECHL, ECHL. I believe they yeah. started in early December. I'm not sure. Sorry, I right. feel like I'm getting like really into the minutia and the complicated. Well, I, that's what I asked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and this is great. I thought we were supposed I to be really... like making fun of Shea Weber or something. No. Oh, no. Where's Veronica? <laughs> we did that one time, and that was enough times. We made fun of Shea Weber? No, Sean did. Oh. I like yeah. Shay. <laughs> Shay and I are tight. I Everybody my likes story. <laughs> Who doesn't like Shea Weber, though? Oh. Nobody. Well, okay. Sure. Maybe yeah, one no. guy. I don't know. No, Veronica's I'm... muted them all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, okay, who is an NHL, aside from NHL players, who doesn't like Shea Weber? 
Even NHL players all love him. Yeah, even if they've had their face washed in the ice. Like, it's yeah. fine. They're like, oh, Shay. <laughs> that's, Stop that's being such a mountain. <laughs> Obviously had that coming, so. Yeah, I deserved yeah. it. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> we, were already, we were talking about this. Who was I talking about this with? About Shea Weber. We were we were talking on the weekend. I think you were with... talking to yourself about it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I was just talking about Shea Weber. Um, no, we were talking about uh, retaliatory um, behavior in the NHL and how, um, like, even, like, myself included, when I see somebody hit, say, Kutkanyemi, I'm thinking, I hope Shea Weber clocks that guy before the yeah. end of the game, or I hope he makes yeah. him pay before the end of the game. And yeah. I'm not a violent person. But that's my immediate thought is somebody has to make that guy pay before the end of the game. They can't be doing that to our players. I mean, you see it online. Everybody gets so upset that he doesn't do anything. But I think that the mentality there is is now we're not taking a penalty. Let's show them by winning the game and taking the two points. You know what I mean? Because the only time we've seen Shea, well, we saw him try to kill um, Sergachev, but he missed. But the only time we've seen Shea, like in a bona fide fight, as a hab was in the playoffs in that game where they won it in overtime and tied it with seconds to spare against the Rangers against the Rangers. That was good Friday. That was a great game. That was a great Friday. And he almost killed that guy. So I I'm think trying to, he, I'm trying to remember he who saves it, it for when it matters. Yeah. Um, I remember that though. Was... No, no, kid he was like almost crying as he left the ice <laughs> i remember that but yeah shay weber's the best yeah Glad we and him. veronica has nobody muted on twitter <laughs> um sean yes what were you gonna say were you today were you gonna say something no you were just telling me about shay weber and <laughs> Oh, it was J.T. Miller, that's who it was. Yes, J.T. Miller. He's been traded since. Yeah. We all remember who tied that game, though. Yes, we do. Click on it! My boy. Yeah. That's, that's the love guy. Him. I love how he's still just razzing the younger players on he's, social he's media. A, he's, he's just a fan. Yeah. He's the best. Good guy. We were there, Dave and I, at his um, at the game where he had they had announced that his contract wasn't going to be renewed. We were. Remember, Dave? Yeah. Oh my God. We were at that game, and when he was in the box with uh, Brugeret, I was so embarrassed that he got the ovation. Wow! I can't believe you forgot that. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh geez, thank you for reminding me. (laughs) They were just talking about him last night. There was a lot of uh, there were a lot of good stuff because that was the uh, the Vegas game. Yes, the Vegas game. Right, that was right. yes, yep. and Pacioretty's first game there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, first game back. Uh, what else is new, Sean? I don't oh, know. Sorry. What do you What do you want to know? I could talk um, about is Shea Weber in Montreal? Is Shea Weber in Montreal? Uh, probably soon. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. You know. I'm not one of those people that stalk uh, airports, and, and and I don't even know if I follow him on social media. I don't even know if he's on social media. He's not. No. Well, that's what you think. They all have burner accounts. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like he does have one, but he like only follows 
Carrie Price, <laughs> and then like some sort of like outdoor sportsman, like a lumberjack, lumberjack team then, or something. And then Weber grills. <laughs> yes. He's like, oh my grills. Let's check. This. He probably has stock in Weber grills, and he just looks at it. He's like, oh, how are my grills doing today? <laughs> what What would um, his burner account name be? That's the question. It's probably like. <laughs> It's probably like um, I was going to say Tanner Pearson. I don't know why. <laughs> no, I don't. Th- I don't think Shay's that original. I think it would just be like it's Shane Weber. Yeah, <laughs> or or Way Sheber. His middle name. His middle name, and then Weber. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like at square up Miller or something like that. <laughs> oh, well, actually, I do have a question for uh, Mr. Campbell. Our yes, our guest. Um, now, of course, this has been this is something that I've asked our, our previous guests as well. Uh, what is your take on the Romanov hype? Uh, I, I I still want to see him play against in North America and against professionals. It's mm-hmm. it's hype. It's. I, I here's the thing that happens. Uh, I I've covered many many drafts, and you are never there are certain prospects you'll you, as high as you get hype wise is the day that you they're drafted, and then the hype dwindles. Okay, so those are the ones that first round pick. Oh my God, I'm so excited! This guy's <laughs> gonna be amazing. And it's June 22nd, and they were drafted on June 21st. Yes. I can't believe the Habs got this guy. And then as time goes on, because summer goes, he didn't make the Canadians as an 18-year-old. He didn't make the Canadians as a 19-year-old. He becomes 20 years old. And then, oh, my God, what is happening? He's 21. He's only played 12 NHL games. He scored three goals in that first game, but he should be on the team. Now. You know who I'm talking about. It's like a Ryan Paling. As yeah. time goes on for these first-round picks, the hype is lower. Hype on Ryan Paling is much lower than it was when he was drafted. When he was drafted, people were excited. I do get excited more about the ones that are drafted later, and then you hear about them later because they actually played hockey, and then you're getting into they're going to make the team because they're that good. Alex Romanoff is one of those. He was at the draft. Who is this guy? The Canadians are stretching to take this guy. What, what, what are they thinking about taking this Russian defenseman? He was ranked... 70th on the central scouting list. <laughs> and then what happens, right? Then you, you watch him in the world. Oh, this is the, the guy the Canadians took? He is the best defenseman here. Oh, not bad. <laughs> oh, this guy's oh, guy funny on social media, too. Oh, He's so and cute. Then, so, but here's the thing. I, I prefer the guys that the hype goes the other way where you're not hyped when he's drafted and then when he's about to make the NHL. I think that there's a higher likelihood of success. Does that make sense? So yeah, I'm 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 high on Romanov, and and from what I've seen, I think he's going to be good. But I look if he comes to training camp and he just doesn't fit in, and the Canadians feel it's just better for him to be playing the 25 game season in Laval versus playing 12 games out of the 56 that the Canadians are going to play. That's okay. The guy's never played professionally in North America. It doesn't mean that he's not going to be successful. A lot of these guys need time in defensemen at that young age. It is tough. All indications he's going to be part of the Canadians group. 
and they're going to give him every opportunity. But if he's not lights out, just take a breath. Just take a breath. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. That's that's where I am on the hype. But I'll tell you, I'm I, I'm more excited about the players that go in the, you know, the second or the third round that really you're like, man, this guy's going to be in the NHL versus the first rounders that you're waiting for. Because I've seen so many first rounders that you just wait and wait and mm. wait for, and then nothing happens. Yeah, I and all, the the thing that I I'm really excited. I I just like him. I get a good vibe from him. So. I, I like him already, but I think that, um, and this is an oft repeated opinion online, and that's just because of how um, brazenly high the Habs are on this guy. Like they're 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 not like cautiously optimistic or tempering expectations. They're like flat out excited about this player. So well, I, I figure did. they they're smarter than yeah. I am. They, they brought him in the bubble for next season, right? They, yeah. they, they, mm-hmm. they brought him in knowing that he couldn't play, but they didn't care because they are that high. They look at this player as a player that can make a difference on their team right away, right away. Mm-hmm. And, and you look at the way that their, their defense was built last year and in the playoffs, uh, and now they're, they're adding, ideally in their mind, two NHL defensemen. You're adding one NHL defenseman and one prospect that's what you're at yeah i'm really excited and 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 so you're part of the problem of excitement (laughs) well i'm not like online excited like i'm not stoking the excitement i'm just sort of privately excited um but so when does training camp start i don't know oh okay nobody knows we thought ideally ideally (laughs) ideally i think they're looking at january 1st or 3rd 10-day training camp, but they haven't they haven't announced anything unless they did in the last hour. Okay. Because there's no preseason, which is great. <laughs> no, I could use some preseason. Well, but if they fit in a pre, you know, like whatever it is, 10 days of preseason, then that's fewer regular season games that we would get, right? Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. I'm, I'm not in the negotiations. I love preseason games. I love, I watch them all. I'm not snobby about it, but I'm, I'm glad that they're just going to get right to games that count. I'm not snobby about preseason, but I watch every preseason game. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, that's what I mean. Like, I'm not like those people that say, ooh, it's just preseason. It's like, no, it's my hockey team. I'm watching them. Yeah, they're on. They're here. They're on. So I'm watching. I just miss my post-game shows. I miss my crazy people. Oh, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. I can't say that. I can't say that anymore. My boss nope. told me I can say that. Uh, oh. You miss I know, your, we can't say your this. Your interesting people. Exuberant. Your characters. Yeah. yeah. Your no, opinionated you guys, people. It's, no. it's a must-listen. Your post-game shows are always so good. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, thank you. And the I, and the intermission I, shows. I, I I mute the TV and I listen to you guys in between periods. And on TSN six ninety. And on TSN six ninety. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anybody have? <laughs> I have a theory that is um, hockey adjacent. It has okay. to do with Lincoln Price. Okay. Sure. Link? I th- what? Lincoln the baby. 
Yes, the baby. Oh, okay. oh, we're talking That's babies like... now. Okay. Let's yeah, go. yeah. Let's it. It's the baby portion of the happy hour. The baby portion. <laughs> I was like, who's um, Link? Oh, Lincoln. <laughs> Lincoln. Right. Lincoln Price. Um, Is I cannot. Abe Lincoln. <laughs> no. Of course. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Oh, Lord, <laughs> David. Um, I what? saw something on Instagram that Angela had had monogrammed, and I don't see it anymore anywhere. I can't find it. So it's been on her story, but it looked like it was monogrammed. Um, P Y C. So it makes me wonder if his middle name is Yannick. Okay. And his, his, but his aunt is engaged to Yannick Weber, who was a hab at one point. Oh. Hold on. P-Y-C? Yeah, P-Y-C is backwards. Or, or P- wait, P-Y-C wait. is Lincoln? Lincoln. Never Lincoln mind that. I don't, never mind. Ignore me. I'm, I don't know my letters. I need to go back to kindergarten. <laughs> There's no, there's not even an L in there. Yeah, no. I was gonna say that's um. Yeah. That, that is a that is a deep dive. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> let me let me just just bleep that whole thing, Dave. So we're trying to figure out Lincoln's middle name. This is yeah, this is where we're where, at. That's that's where we're at. Yeah. Huh. Okay, we're trying to figure out Lincoln's middle name. <laughs> we're just glad that Jeff Petrie has a new contract so that we have those boys. Yeah, six more no, years. It'd have to oh. be something pretty cool, right? Like, yeah, because we don't know what Carrie's is. What if What if Lincoln's middle name was like Stanley or something? <laughs> oh, stop! No, that would be what? that would be jinxing it. That would be he's too superstitious. There's no, there's no jinxing. Like, <laughs> stop with that. Uh, uh. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they did cash. <laughs> Oh, true. Yeah, she, Cause she I, did oh, really oh, like that. Yeah, she is, posted her baby names. Yeah. That list. That, yeah. Before that he was born. Amazing, well thought list of names for children. <laughs> yeah. What is, and some what, of them were not real. But names. I'll tell you this. Don't. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't know, Dave. Do you have kids? I do not. No. Only okay. Veronica. Beth, Beth, do you have kids? No. Okay. I think, Veronica, you have kids? I've got two. Yeah. Like, the naming process is a long process. Don't diss people's list of names the way they do things. I'm just just saying that, Dave. You were ready to make fun of a list of names. Mm. Naming, a, <laughs> na- naming a human being is not an easy task to do. No, no, it's not. But my my trick, my, by the way, my trick. If people like if people listening to Happy Hour right now, it's a very very good trick. Okay, <laughs> it's a very good trick. If you if you need ideas, you don't buy these baby books. Okay. No. say like find a baby name don't do that when because it's going to be when you have your your first kid and you're with your significant other it's the only time you can probably like we'll see if you can ever go to movies again but you go to movies or you watch movies stay for the credits credits are just oh. a list of inspiri- oh. ins- inspirational names it's different types of names first names last names you stay there and just read the names and then you walk out with like five six seven ideas and you're like Oh, I saw that, but this was spelled differently. Stay and watch movie credits. It's the best way to think of names to get your brain to work. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I know, I know it's good. I wouldn't have shared it with you guys if it wasn't any good. <laughs> I had um, my I daughter's know. name I had picked out since I was in high school, so I knew what that was going to be. Yeah, but uh, because you watched. did Dad have a say? 
Veronica, or you? you no, he had no him? say because yeah, um, he had no say because he named our son. Wow. So, and you had no say? No, I did have a say. I had a veto, and I, I let yeah. him. But the way that we picked it was because he his last name, which was going to be my son's last name, was is a very German sounding last name, and regular names don't sound good with that name, and so. Um, I said, we need something that sounds kind of German, but that also can be translated into Spanish so that it's not some weird, like, I don't know, Keith or something like that. <laughs> it needs to be a name that we can translate into Spanish. And he, oh. he, when he went, he was in, when he was like just after high school or whatever, he toured Europe and he slept at this guy's house in Germany. He slept on this guy's floor in Germany, whose name was Maximilian. Oh. And I thought... That's a good name, and that's how we picked it. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like something cool, like Hans. So, so <laughs> no. Max is yeah. named after the guy who put up his dad on his floor on his, for like three his... weeks. Okay. <laughs> See, there you go. And you know, that's 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 how it works. Like here, I I'm in Quebec, right? So right. And my uh, the my ex, my the mother of my kids, you know, she's francophone. So we wanted to make sure that the the kids' names you can yeah. kind of say in English or French, which didn't work really uh, that well. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, hold on, hold on, hold on. My oldest is right here. What, what, what did everybody call you at, at school? What? What did they call you at school? Because they couldn't say your name right. You mean my daycare? Yeah, daycare. What did they call you? Emerson. Yeah. <laughs> Emerson. No. Emerson. Yeah. They, had, cool. they had a tough time with that one. That's but anyways, amazing. But anyways. So. That's awesome. I, think um, I got I got my name because uh, so my name's Dave. Hello everybody. Hi. Because my mom's name is Diane. My dad's name's Daryl. So it had to be a D name, and that's <laughs> where they got it. That's a solid name though. Yeah. Solid. Oh yeah. My dad was uh, so my parents didn't find out. So so in the states, I know in Canada it's different, but in the states, like you are able to find out what the sex of your kid is but my parents chose not to but my dad was convinced that I was a girl and so my mom would be napping on the couch and my dad would come home from work and he I'm named after his mom he insisted that if he, he was like it's a girl and she's going to be named after my mother and so he would come home from work and just yell hi Elizabeth at my mom's <laughs> belly <and laughs> every day Wow. That's amazing. See, that's a solid story right there. I like yeah. that one. Stuck. And then you got a story to tell. <laughs> yeah. But then nice. when you tell other people, like, we made the mistake of, of telling some people that we were going to name our baby Max if it was yeah, a boy. Yeah, don't tell people before. Yeah, whoa, and then whoa. people are like, Max? Yeah. Like a dog? Yeah, don't. You can't tell people <laughs> the name of your no. children beforehand. No. I remember, like, like, just throwing some names around. And I like suggested one or two to my mom and just her face. I was like, yes, ma, what if, what if that was your grandchild? Like, <laughs> you're going to give me that name? Like, <laughs> so I, my, my philosophy was we were, we only decided to name the kids after we sit, saw them. So we had two names in mind and then we visually had to see the child and then we would determine the name then. <laughs> and uh, the only thing I'll say for all the dads out there uh is that if you want one name and they want another name don't have the argument uh two hours after they give birth because <laughs> they just gave birth no, they there don't are no give the argument and that is why my <laughs> that's why my second son is named leaf and not jude 
because I couldn't win the argument. <laughs> That's a great name, though. Yeah, oh, I, I love those it. are really good names. Do you yeah. like your name? He's right here, too. Do you like your name? You're the only one in your class with an Heck academic. yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a cool stat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, look, look. He, have him do like a van, a thing for van hack of all the letters in his classmates' names, and we can go present <laughs> together. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Go to bed, guys. <laughs> By the way, why are you still up? Because <laughs> I couldn't get them to bed because you guys called. Oh, you know, no, worried with passwords Were, and have they, have they still been jumping on the bed? Uh, they jump on my bed all the time. I, they broke my other bed. I had to buy a new one. Oh no. Um, what was I going to say? Are they going to school? Are they in school? Yeah, they're in school. Like physically in school? Physically in school. We're having like two more days at school, and then we're going to do um, uh, Thursday and Friday, and then next week. Monday and Tuesday at Adam uh, Adam uh, Yeah. So two more days at school and then holidays. And then Christmas. Little, oh, yeah, yeah. Then some homeschools. Oh, so that begs an important question, Sean. Have you sure. finished your Christmas shopping? Have I finished my what? Your Christmas shopping. Uh, Santa does that. Yeah. Don't worry. They're good. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, they're, they're good. They know. They know. Okay. <laughs> uh, I I have like a couple things, but for the most part, I've done online. And I did make uh, one day. I just went out and I I did like three star stores in like forty minutes. It was really nice and quiet. Wow. I did it at a time before I think it was like December first because I was just I was worried everything was gonna be closed and I'd be kind of screwed Great. over. I I still have a couple oh. things I have to get. But uh, other than that, I think I think I'm pretty pretty good for the most part. Excellent. I haven't begun. <gasps> Perfect. Oh my gosh. Look. Top marks all around. Yeah, I like doing it. Um, Please. <laughs> you know, you if you do it late, people are mostly done by then, and then you can just kind of cruise around and see. I I never go with anything in particular in mind. I just go and see stuff and be inspired by what that person might like yeah i'm, I'm just scared that they're going to shut down and lock uh lock everything down the final right. two weeks before christmas right. and I'm, I'm hearing we're two days away from that in quebec so i'm i think i'm i think i'm going tomorrow uh just to make sure that i go before you know the only stores that you can shop at are grocery stores or something right here's a bag of chips yeah. <laughs> There's a head of cabbage. <laughs> I bought you this pie. You can make it yourself. <laughs> um, it's a, it's I don't a think project. we're near there in BC yet, but I mean, we're a lot worse off in BC than we were two months ago, but um, people seem to be pretty much following the rules now. So I think we're okay. But yeah, good point. It's colder here, so people get indoors a little sooner here. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Well, um, what else have we got? Do we have any updates on um, a Kotkaniemi or Nick Suzuki? What kind of update anything, do you want? Anything, any, any news? Are they going to be as good as they were in the playoffs? Yeah. Hey, Sean, um, <laughs> are Nick Suzuki and Jesperi Kotkaniemi going to be as good this year as they were in the playoffs? <laughs> 
Uh, Nick Suzuki will be better. Cock Yemi. Uh, here's hoping. I, I, I still, and it's, it's that hype train that people get too excited about. I think that uh, you got to relax. And if Cock mm-hmm. Yemi ends up with, you know, this is what it would say, say a 50 game schedule, 56, and he ends up with 18 points. People are, oh my God, just relax. He's 20 he is years a kid. old. Uh, that's not going to spell success for the Canadians. They they likely in a 56 game season would like to see him upwards of 25 to 30 uh, points. And he's going to be playing with probably the best players he's ever played with. If it's yeah. going to be, uh, you know, an offensive role and he'll have it to Foley or maybe he'll have a Jonathan Drouin. Maybe he'll have an Anderson. Who knows who he's going to play with? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but he's going to probably have the most offensive players he's had. I loved how physically he played yes. uh, in the playoffs. I think it was really nice. But you got to remember, he didn't pick up any assist and he had four goals. I want to see the biggest thing I want to see from Kaki. I mean, like Nick Suzuki, I don't need to tell you. I'm not worried about him. I think that he's going to be very good even in year two. And worrying about a sophomore slump, I think you have to worry less about that because it's a 56-game schedule or a 50-game schedule versus an 82. Kakniemi, it's just a little... He may not get the opportunities that some Suzuki might get. And the one place I want to see him thrive is I'd love to see him become a shooter on the power play. The Canadians need a left-handed shot. They have a bunch of right-handed shooters. Uh, but from Toffoli, uh, Weber, Petrie, these guys have really good shots. They're all... Uh, right-handed shot. People love the right-handed shot of Armia, but they need a left-handed shot on the power play. And if Kakinyemi can be that guy, I think it'll spell success. I want to see a net front presence, physicality, and the ability to make his line mates better. So mm-hmm. I'm still I'm going to be patient. I'm not expecting the world from Kakinyemi, and if you don't get the world from him, I don't want people to freak out. So I'm uh, I, I'm expecting more from Suzuki than Kakinyemi this year. That's just how I feel. Gotcha. Now, more about Kotkaniemi. How do you feel about um, him playing with Asat? A lot of people say, oh, my God, Asat's terrible. He doesn't get as many looks in Asat. You know, what, what's the point of loaning him out over there aside from getting ice time? What, what do you uh, think about that? Just let him play, man. He's 20, right? He's a kid. He needs to play. It's the same thing. Like, all these, all these guys, they got to play. Um, we had... Uh, Tony Granato, uh, yes. Cole, Cole Caulfield's coach on, and he was he told us that Cole Caulfield just almost got out of Wisconsin about two months ago to go play in Europe because the Canadians were begging for him to play hockey. They didn't think he was going to be able to play any hockey at Wisconsin because of the coronavirus. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's in that realm of a player that the Canadians think that they're going to be having part of their group. And they thought it was imperative that he played. So think about it. The Canadians didn't send Nick Suzuki to go play because they're not worried about him. And I'm not saying that they sent Kakanyemi because they were worried about him. They sent Kakanyemi because he didn't play much last year because he got hurt and he didn't finish the season. And they wanted him to come back with that, that pride. He's just sitting. And the other thing is he went home to Finland and there's a professional hockey team there. It was just easier. It, mm-hmm. it, it just, it, it made sense for him to do it. It really did. It, and if it was, what it ended up being seven games, it's fine. It's they, you know, if he, if he stayed in North America, he probably wouldn't have went home, but he went back home. He has family there. That's where he lives. And there's a professional team right there. So they were like, Hey, you're better than all our players. Come play for us. Okay. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Because that's how it's really bad. 
Um, yeah, I was really, like you mentioned, um, I was really excited. I was kind of nervous. For, uh, you know this, Sean. Kotaniemi is the same age as my son. And so I was kind of nervous for him after, um, like, coming back for the playoffs after having had, like, the really tough year that he had. And the thing that I was super excited about was how, how confident he played and how tough he is now. And just throwing bodies around like he belongs. It was really, that's what I really liked about his demeanor. And his skill set is different than Suzuki's. I have different expectations for, for, for those two players. Yeah, well, that's, that's the thing is Kakademi was drafted. He was size, but he was a toothpick. He's still a yeah. bit of a toothpick, but yeah. let's, let's be honest. You said he's the same um, age as your son. Yeah. I'm sure you saw your, your son just grow differently at that age. Oh, for sure. At, at one point, it's it's the same thing. There's 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 people that at eighteen, nineteen, they look like men, and you kind of you think about Lafreniere and Austin Matthews, uh, Eric Lindros, all these top picks, right? Because at eighteen years old, they were built, and then you yeah. see these guys that are just kids, Jack Hughes, Cockniemi. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just, they're sometimes you're built as a man at eighteen. Sometimes you're built as a man at twenty one. Uh, it just you grow a little bit differently. You got to grow into that body and 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 fill out and uh it just it, i think we saw a little bit of that from kakanami my favorite thing about the summer about him and uh you know hitting more and being physical every coach that was asked about him said we didn't tell him we know what we wanted him to do but he did that all on his own he he initiated he wanted to be more aggressive he wanted to be meaner and that's what that's the that's what i liked about that story love it that is a good part of that story i, enjoy I can't that wait too. to see those guys again yeah. Yeah. It's going to be nice. I can't wait to talk about hockey and not, yeah. you know, coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or baby names. <laughs> We've spent the last two months talking about coronavirus and politics and <laughs> just anything two that months. we can. Movies. <laughs> movies? Two months. People watch movies nowadays? Oh my God. I watched five movies this weekend. No way. I, I did. Five football games. <laughs> Yesterday, I watched Kicking and Screaming, that amazing movie Will with Will Ferrell. Wait, Dave, Dave, you don't have kids. A youth soccer team. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. <laughs> and he watched Kicking and Screaming. Yeah, I had my sushi and I just sat and that was my life right there. I watched, Sean, have your kids seen um, the Grinch movie by Illumination? Oh yeah, the new one. Yeah, they, yes. they, they they watched it over at their mom's the other day. They told me they they said they liked it. It it is. I watched it with my eighteen year old yesterday. I loved it. It was so good. I I watched like Cobra Kai with my kids, man. Cobra Kai is the best. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It might be and a little they, old. It might be a little old for them, but it's okay. No, but it's so. I mean, it's um. Daniel Sun is in it. So have they seen the original Karate Kid or, movie? They've they've seen all the movies that I've seen. I, I only Perfect. show them good movies. Yeah. They, yeah, they, 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 they know the story. And then we rewatched a little bit of it. And then we wanted to watch Karate Kid 2. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've done the Back to the Futures with them. Uh, yeah. You Fantastic. Know, you, gotta, you know, you got to do it properly. It's so. true. Yeah, you have to have, like, the backstory. But I was really impressed. Beth and Dave, go on Netflix and look at that Grinch movie. I watched it with my 18-year-old daughter. And uh, we both loved it. It's on the list. It's you, really good. 
does he does he steal Christmas and then he feels bad and then well, comes the good thing at the that end? I, okay, so it is it is very <laughs> loyal to the original by Dr. Seuss from nineteen sixty whatever. But in this one, we get the Grinch's backstory. We finally get an explanation for why he is the way he is. And he's 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 actually a really sort of nice, kind of sweet, empathetic character. Hmm. It, hmm. I really loved it. I mean, it's still, it's still, the, it, he's still the Grinch, and all of the, yeah. all of the main elements are in it. But there's more stuff in it, and he's not just like this mean, angry guy. He's kind of this like, kind of like this kind of lost, lonely soul. I'm not, I don't want to give too much away, but it's just so good. <laughs> you're not the giving char- anything away. We've seen the Grinch. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not giving it away. All right. So I got a movie question then. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, so I think I finally sent my kids back to bed i don't know if they're asleep or anything but you know they're they're, they're eight and ten yeah is, is it okay for christmas we watch die hard this year is it okay yeah yeah for sure okay. mm. my son i like how dave is the one that isn't sure so the only one my son he was probably about that age die hard i think it was die hard two die the hard. one where they where they're chasing each other on the skidoos and the guy gets the ice pick, the icicle yeah. in the eyeball. That one's filmed in, filmed in Montreal. My son still cool. talks about that day that I let him watch that scene. <laughs> he's, <laughs> and he's now 20. Man, that's such a, that's such an interesting question with Die Hard because yeah. I'm trying to compare it to like other action films of the time. And like, is Die Hard too gratuitous? Is there too much swearing? No, Does it think... matter for kids today? I'm not that sure. No, there, no, there is. They know that it's a movie. There's a smattering of nudity as well. In the first one? To... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's when they're dragging the chick out of the uh, the room and she's like having a <laughs> moment with some guy. Oh yes, yes. Recall the Parcel. blonde, the blonde with yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah, big yeah. hair. Yeah, that's right. And. Uh, they all have big hair. It's from the well. <laughs> I, yeah, excuse me. It's L.A. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I wonder. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I've been thinking about it. That's My son had no had zero problem with the first Die Hard. I had like because I'm trying to think back to like when I first watched movies. I was like five or six years old when I watched Aliens, like the second mm-hmm. one with the Marines and the blowing up and everything. And I was like, this is awesome. But like that that I shouldn't have watched that back then. Yeah, <laughs> but I. But I think most kids are desensitized now anyway. See, uh, yes, I do that's too. the other thing too. So hmm. it was just that I Maybe I'm doing scene. part of it. I don't know. No. Well, it's, just let I, them know. It's important. It's violent. It's gratuitously violent. And uh, it's super it's entertaining. Believe. Yeah. It is make Apparently, um, the book it's based on is super depressing. The book? Yeah. What? Oh, wait, I got to look up the title. But yes, Die Hard is based on a novel. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Just give me one second. I'll look it up on the old uh, you know, machine that I have here that I do everything on. And, uh, <laughs> my the... Yeah, no, for me, with, with my kids, um, there are movies that I've always made sure that they've watched, like, you know, the Blues Brothers, um, To Kill a Mockingbird, and sort of all these kind of old, like uh, A Fish Called Wanda, like movies that they should see so that they know like good dialogue and good comedy and all that stuff. And also music. And I've succeeded because my 20-year-old son favorite, my 20-year-old son's favorite band is Hall & Oates. Ooh, nailed it. 
Isn't that cool? That is cool. So the novel's name is Nothing Lasts Forever. Oh, and well, in that really novel, uh, the detective, and I think they changed even the name. The detective is like more of a he's like retired age and these terrorists, you know, bust up his daughter's uh, Christmas party. And he's like, they're not going to do that. And there it is. Little did so. they know that the Die Hard franchise would last forever. <laughs> they're thinking about making another one like a Die Hard six or seven at this what would they call point. it yeah well here well here, here's the thing. Have, you, have you ever noticed with the diehards like so first okay so the first one okay he uh he saves uh christmas uh yeah he saves, <laughs> but he saves the building right it's yes building. the building then it goes into something larger it he saves the airport in yes. washington right and then Die Hard 3, it's the city of new york he saves the city <laughs> and then in die in, in die hard Four, live free or die hard it's the country <laughs> and then in the, the the one in russia whatever it's called the die hard five one and it's a good russia, day that's die a, die, a good day to die hard <laughs> that one he saves the planet so does oh he my lord the, the solar system <laughs> in die hard Six? i don't know if the expansion is going to go that we'll far. have to watch Not and find save out save the sun whatever happens <laughs> I, I, it, I, I don't know if you've noticed it grows exponentially what i never saves. noticed he yeah. saves the moon <laughs> I, can uh, I don't know so oh, now man. we are coming up on our time now and we've that touched on we have touched on every topic that i wanted to touch on tonight i'm very pleased <laughs> how this touching out. everything yeah, yeah. I... gotta sanitize it now <laughs> but what does beth want to talk about what does yeah. beth want to talk about lincoln's middle name yes <laughs> i mean i want to I also want to know Carrie's because I asked Angela on Instagram. She never replied. But <laughs> I want to know if you have been drinking anything interesting lately. Uh, well, on December 23rd, I'm going to be drinking my own beer. As, uh, <laughs> oh, you're making it? Yeah. Oh. The, well, no, because the uh, the podcast, the Post Game Pines podcast, sponsored by LaBrosse Brewery here in, uh, in Montreal. Oh, so they, they are making a... Campbell play-by-play IPA. They're oh my god! Making, they're also making an Angry Gallo ale, and what? they oh and, and we are going to be in competition with each other, uh, who sells the most beer. Oh! And it's going on sale December twenty-third. We both made we went in and made it. I mean, they're 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 shipping this out. We got logos, cans, everything. So that's uh, amazing. I've been, that's I've been, awesome. So I'm you know I'll be drinking some of my own beer uh within a week uh but yeah probably been having a little too much beer lately not not <laughs> not in a bad a way just meaning, it's okay. just meaning that i'm sitting down and watching football it's not like i'm having seven a day or anything yeah. but versus the physical activity that i have versus the amount of beer it doesn't <laughs> usually the amount of beer gets countered by the physical activity so i i'm just glad i don't own a scale i have no idea how much weight i put on I don't need, maybe I lost some. I don't know. You never know. This so. might make you feel better, but um so Collective Arts is my favorite uh Canadian brewery and there is a store here that there are actually a couple stores here that carry it and so whenever I go into one of them I check them out to see if they have anything new or anything that I really like that I want to try. And I had bought so much Collective Arts that I my mom gave me a mini fridge. So I had nice. somewhere to put <laughs> all of the collective arts that I've had. And now I've drank, I think, almost all of it. I think I have, like, a cider left. 
Um, but I just, I was just like, I need, I need all this beer because it's from Canada and it, everybody else is going to buy it first. Um, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll have to find a way to uh, get you some uh, Campbell play-by-play IPA. Well, that's what I was going to ask is how can regular folks uh, get your beer? Well, uh, right now you go to the brewery and uh, it'll be on December 23rd. You can check their website out at labrosse.com. Uh, I don't think they're at the point where they ship outside the province. There are okay. many retailers that uh, sell their product within the Montreal area. It's, uh, it's a newer uh, brewery. It's uh, three years old. And uh, they've partnered up with Gallo and I for this project and for our podcast. And uh, we've had a couple of their brewer, our la- latest podcast just released today. Uh, it's great. Uh, this guy, Danny's a biochemist, knows how to make all this beer. And we asked him, like, who worked harder on the beer? He said, Gallo was the lazy ass. And, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, we had some fun. But that's that's pretty much what I'll be uh, uh, drinking lately. Other than that, um, I had my tequila moments for a while, but that was that was a couple months ago. I mean, that's that's okay. I just haven't been I just haven't been to the SAQ in a while. So. <laughs> awesome. That's really neat. That is awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. So maybe one day we'll get our own neutral. Yes. <laughs> um, mm. Campbell and Gallows, the post-game pints podcast. Late, latest episode is called Sloppy Monday. Yeah. Sloppy Monday. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. You I, were I a... even know. So, like, I have no idea, like, how we name these sometimes. And, and it has, like, no indication. Some good Habs content there. We we discuss uh, who we think is going to lead the Canadians in scoring, who's going to lead the NHL in scoring. We go back and forth on a couple of names. So there's actual hockey content. And, you know, check it yeah. out. Yeah. Awesome. Kind of, it yeah. It reminds me of another out. podcast. Because <laughs> I have <laughs> no idea what to name our episodes ever, practically. It's well, always whatever just a it is, line it's going to be show. the same title for the sixth Die Hard movie. <laughs> Die Hard <Yeah>. the Thud. <laughs> You know, I just, I recently, it's kind of funny. Sun dial about, hard. I've been doing a lot of <laughs> diehard content lately because I was figuring, ah, oh, it's Hanukkah. What would Hanukkah be if it was diehard movies? So every night of Hanukkah, I made it into another diehard movie. And anyways, it was great success. Lots of laughs all around. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, Hanukkah, hanukkah Hanukkah with a vengeance. hanukkah Yeah, there's a... Yeah. <laughs> it's an easy formula to follow. <laughs> but um yeah, that's it listeners. We've uh we've ate up our hour and more, so I guess it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye, Sean. Bye, bye Sean. Bye. bye. Listeners, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye 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 bye. <laughs> bye Sam. Good night. Good night.